Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Good morning, Matt. Uh, Len Jessen here from Halifax this morning, President CEO, as many of your watchers would know, of Silver Tiger Metals. Uh, we've been in Mexico at a little old Halifax for almost 30 years now building uh, silver mines. And I'm very excited about uh, El Tigre, our core asset district, 30,000 hectares, and boy, are we on it there. And, you know, we're getting ready for our next big, uh, very material, high-grade uh, silver resource, which we're gunning to have out into the market by June. And, uh, yeah, we're really on it there. And uh, it's been an exciting couple of months. I think it was July since I talked to you. So, uh, nice to be back. Absolutely. Well, it was only July, but you're you're a busy man. Uh, a lot of drilling going on. Five rigs. Um, so we want us to just stay in touch with this story because it's kind of shaping up, as as you say, uh, to be a little bit like uh, go gold. Just you know, you know, uh, twelve, eighteen months behind them. So that that would be nice. But look, um, before we get into that, you've been down at uh, the conference this week. Uh, what, what's what's the mood of the nation down there with regards to where the silver market is today? You know, I wasn't, when we went to the hybrid conference, I wasn't sure, but man, was it nice to see people again and have all the players there, all the banks, you know, the corporates were snooping around, uh, the dinners and the bars and the evenings were very active. People were interacting and, you know, real, I liked it a buzz. I mean, let's face it, the, the commodities prices was a little drag. But boy, you know, I, I heard people talking about M&A. I heard people talking about financings. And I heard people saying stuff like the following. It's just a matter of time, Matt. There's not enough silver. There's just not enough of that metal. And some of the guys were talking about others. But really, that was the highlight. We need to find a lot of silver because the world really is going to need it where they're heading in the next couple of years. Are they also talking the language of uh, consolidation M&A? You know, I think right now we're seeing it. I have a different way of finding that out. It's, and it's, you know, I'm a securities lawyer, so I don't want to break the rules. But you just have to call up some of the securities lawyer, let's say, in the big cities. And, yeah, are you guys busy? Oh, man, we're so busy. we got so many deals working on. Are they announced? No, but we're busy. I mean, that, uh, the banks are busy. There's going, in my opinion, will there be some deals come out of that conference? Absolutely. Of course, Denver's on this week. The big boys are there. So I think you're going to see some real energy uh, here into the fall, into the new year. And um, was there, what about in terms of people actually turning up? I know you said that it's nice to see people's faces, but you know, I would say from my experience, we've been doing this a long time. uh, I'd say about half. but, you know, look, it was a weird world. I fly from Halifax to Colorado. That's a day travel. You get in a little cubicle and you get your Zoom like I'm talking to you on. We fire it up and we talk to a guy in Toronto who we you know, half flew over on the way here because uh, I just didn't want to be there for various reasons. So, look, I, uh, it, it really worked. Uh, I was very pleased. We had 60 meetings in three days. That's incredible. Like that, uh, that's a real go after them. I had Davey Duncan, our VPX, who's now in Mexico for the next three weeks. He continued on you know, getting, that, getting that drill program firing. And uh, very, very busy. I was very fortunate. I'd say 70% of our meetings were live. Um, So I'm not complaining. Great show, great energy, just good for everybody to start talking about silver again. Well, it's it's quite interesting, actually, that we we say 60 meetings over three days. That's a real sign. That's that's a a vote of confidence, I think, in the interest in... not just precious metals, but, you know, metals more broadly at the moment that 
Yeah, because I've been, I've been, you know, I remember only two short years ago, three short years ago, where people who come to conferences, pay to be at a conference, they'll be sitting around twiddling their thumbs for half the day. That's good news. That doesn't happen for us. I mean, I had poor Davies a little older than me, and in the end, they move you around from a meeting spot to meeting. I was dragging him pretty hard on a couple of them. Come on, Dave, we got like five minutes to get to the next one. And uh, anyway, there was no breaks. There was, it was so bad at the end that Dave said, do you realize we've not eaten lunch for three days? And I said, well, that's okay. I'll, I'll do that every time we come to a conference. Okay. So well, like, um, I just wanted to catch up. I want to see how people are feeling about actually getting out to these, these yeah. conferences. The, right. Those two specifically are fantastic conferences for junior minors. Uh, so in terms of meeting other people in the, in the sector for just kind of get a sense of what's going on, but the, the, the money side of things as well, more importantly. So let's get down to business. Uh, you said that you're yes, going to be off and doing a bunch of drilling. We've seen some nice numbers come out. So what's happening on the drill front? Listen, I'm going to, I think I want to, I want to show not a lot, Matt, five minutes, uh, three maps. And I think it's really going to people, it's going to go boom, boom, boom. And people are going to really see where we're going, not only for our resource in 22, but our resource in 23, 24, 25. This is coming at us hard. So look, I'm going to share this thing. You know, it's, it's always challenging with the technology. Let's see if we can make this thing work. Um, boom, you should start to see my slide deck here any minute. You see that, Matt? Certainly can. Beautiful. Look, here's what we're going to talk about uh, with the viewers here for the next five minutes or so. We're going to talk about three maps. This one, that's the five kilometers right in the guts of El Tigre. We're drilling hard on the Suey. I'm going to come back to that. You can see the black being the old tiger mine. Remember the tiger mine, 100 million silver equivalent ounces, two and a half kilos in about 20 years, 1930, everybody went home. American mine because of the Great Depression, silver to 10 cents from a buck 33. The cutoff grade for the mine was 1.2 kilos. You can imagine. Um, we thought, and we're right, we always are. Uh, and when we start drilling around this old mine, we're going to see what they left us. And boy, did they leave us a lot. Uh, so we're going to come back to that. I'm going to tell you how we're going to drill two resources right in that area. Uh, one in June of this year coming ish and the one shortly after that in 23. But I, I really think you have to appreciate before we do that, what we've now really started to look at over the four or five or six past months that I haven't talked about a lot. And to do that, I'm going to show you really what the tiger is. People have to have to really appreciate this. Matt. That's my land package. That's 35 kilometers inside the blue box. That's when I bought that public company. Everybody knows I'm a securities lawyer. It's what I do. Kind of not a corporate raider, but sometimes we see an asset. I have to buy the company. I did. And um, to put it in perspective, and I'm going to blow it up, that's the middle 25 kilometers. Everything I showed you on the previous map right here was the old mine right here and where we're drilling to the north. That's all the drilling. But boy, are we excited now, Matt. We've gone 15 kilometers this way. It's exactly the same. We've gone 12 kilometers this way. High-grade silver and gold mineralization. A lot more base metals up here, lower in this big epithermal system. We got on the other side of the mountain, upper volcanic, as the song goes. The whole vein set repeats itself here. We're going to talk about resource 22 here. But boy, you're going to start seeing some of this stuff really rear its head in 23. This is district. These are, this will become the tiger. Do we think we already have an economic deposit? Yes, I've got some work to do to show the world and be able to say that as a securities lawyer and, and guarantee it. But we do know one thing. This 
is going to become a very strategically important silver asset in the world, just like Ross Ricos already has. We know that. And we can say that because of our 30 years of doing this in Mexico, our team, our technical team. Let's go back and finish up a couple of minutes on those other maps. Um, we're going back to this one. All of our drilling, you want to know where the drills are. Four, turning to five, fifth one on the way. We didn't want to phase the fifth one in. We got the fourth one up there cranking away. But we have a little rainy season. It's starting to dry up beautifully now. Let's get that fifth one cranking. Real simple what, and I'm going to write a note here, R22, resource 22, early next summer. It's going to be the Sui main. That's three kilometers of strike length. We got a drill here. We got a drill here. We got a drill here. And the fourth drill right now is on the site's Kelly. We'll talk about that in a minute. We're gonna fill this in 50 meter spaces. That is going to deliver a big, super high grade uh, uh, silver equivalent ounce 43101 resource. I'm gonna show you something right now, how we're on it. I'm gonna show you a breakout map on this SUI of 500 meters right about there. That's where all those drill results, we got it filled in at 50 there and show you what we're seeing, especially on 200 meters of it. Let's go look at the next map. There it is. Look at that 500 meters. That's where we're really already have it filled in. But I'm going to blow up that 200 meter little circle you see there. See that right here? I'm going to blow that up for everybody. Well, look at that. Remember, that's, that's some of our most recent drilling. Two things. The red is the high-grade quartz vein. The black on the left-hand side, look at the width of high-grade. Remember the old timers, that was waste rock. Anything 1.2 down, all they wanted was your countertop. And they left us lots of that countertop quartz vein. Look at the grade in that thing. 1.3 meters of two, 1.3 of one. But, but boy, do we ever like as miners 5.4 meters of almost a kilo. It's 4.6 of 810. That's what we're seeing consistently along that three kilometers of suey vein. You can go look at the Benjamin results. They were as good or better, kilometer and a half north. Down south, the same. I'm showing you this because this is where we're really on it. And remember, see all the triangles? Don't ever not pay attention to the triangles. What we always do, Matt, when we get there first, is we basically go after the historic records. That old mine was mined there, only 150 meters. And what we left us around and down did. We have 20,000 underground samples in that old mine every five feet. That's what's given us that continuity. Not only these drill holes, but all of those were as high or higher grade. Remember everything in the bottom level of that mine? It's a couple of kilos when they stopped mining. That's the way we're on to it. I'm going to go back to this and show you exactly what 22 is going to be and then what we're going to do in 23. That was the breakout right there, the 500 meters. We're going to drill into early next year, that three kilometers of suey vein every 50 meters. We're going to put some fans in there, as you know, on the sections, get up and get down take a few deep shots, get some inferred. That's going to be the basis for resource R22. Uh, it will be very material. We delineate ore. That's the only way you win here and then move it to economics and build a mine. Last thing I say is the following. R23. Just remember when the fifth drill, sixth drill, seventh drill, which is going to happen, we're going to fix this, but we're already mapping and sampling Matt five, 600 meters to the south, getting that ready for the drill bit. Remember the success we had north on the Cayley Protectora. We're going to get back there. The Fundador is just the northern extension of the Cayley. The, and I'll just make it over here, the vein on the other side of the mountain, Santa Rea. Drill holes here. You're going to see drill holes here, 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 here. After we come out with our 22, 
all this drilling will be taking place later this year into early next year. That will be our 23. And then, you know, <laughs> as we like to say, and we're looking this far ahead, three and four years, uh, I guess we could say this will be our 24 or 25. I'm making that up as I go. That's what we have here. This is not going to be drill it off. Here's your number. Look, uh, my geologists tell me all the time, Matt, I'll be dead and they'll still be drilling ounces at the Tiger. That's when you find a district like this, what they are. They're 30, 40 year events. Um, and, and that's where we think this is going. Early days so far, uh, we are on it right here. So that's all I really wanted to show everybody how we're going to do things, what we're seeing. You saw those results. People can go look at them themselves. I, I think yep. I, I don't need to be in this anymore. I'm going to come back cool. and well, talk to you face to face. Thank you very much. Okay, so um, what I what I want to know is um, bring it back to today. So R twenty two, R twenty three. How are you funding all of this drilling? I know you've got four drills, fifth one on its way. How's this being funded? We got you know we were very successful raising money at good valuation at the right time. Uh, we've got in excess of twenty million dollars in the bank, and uh, you know if people want to know roughly what we're doing, just do the math in their head. Four drill rigs a day. Our GNA is less than one hundred thousand Canadian a month. Four drill rigs a day is about five hundred thousand US per month. Maybe if we put, you know add a drill on, it goes to five fifty, five six. So do the math. We can go for a long, long time with four drill rigs. We're not going to do that. Do we have enough money to get to that resource estimate in June? Absolutely. Okay. Well, that, I think that's the first moment because it's very difficult with the explorers sometimes. Sometimes they just keep drilling and they keep drilling and it's kind of like they never get to an end point. So you're very clear. You want to get a resource done. You're talking about, you know, 22, 23, 24. Um, you're going to build it up to what size before you say, do you know what? We've got to show people this can become a mine. We've got to, we've got to stop with the drilling. We've got to put some studies together and show you know, people you know, what we're here's, doing. Here's, here's, here's how we operate, and people should know that. We've been there a long time. So what we learned is we update. We have our own team that have built internal models on a weekly basis for our projects at Hermosillo. Uh, led by the SPM team, Jose Carlos, Ramon Luna. Uh, fantastic for doing this ever since we were there. They've been with us. So we get that updated weekly. We work with PNE. They are our independents. We don't wait and put a pin in something and say, here, Mr. Independence, we're going to do a resource. You take six months and come back and tell us how we screwed up. Every week we download to them. They're side by side. When we're going to put it out, but there's no number in my head. This is going to be a very material amount of silver at high grade. That's what I'll tell you. And uh, we don't need to wait to get to 100 million, 200 million, 300 million. Um, we're, going to, we're going to come with, because you can't hear. You can't do, look, I don't want it. Some guys going out and drill a half million meters and they come out with their full resource after three or four years. They're done. We're not going to do that. We're going to put a very, very substantial numbers on an annual basis. And we're, I think the market's going to be very, very excited about it. Okay. Again, I just, I just want to help people understand how you create value, where the numbers are going to come from here. So you're drilling, right? And we, we get the drilling. There's lots of press releases about the drilling. You've just gone through some maps about where you're going to drill as well. I think that's really useful. But, you know, people look to a go gold. They look to a silver crest and go, well, that's the way to do it. They've, they have created their, you know, 800 million, $1.2 billion companies respectively. They, they've got a model which has worked. I mean, do you say, we'll just do that? 
I know you're involved with GoGo, but you know, what's well, the model I mean, here? You know, uh, Silvercrest, we know what they've done. GoGold and uh, we're the same. I mean, you, I, I, I built GoGold. I was a securities lawyer. I've been with, with that team for more than 20 years. Like it's, you think we're going to, we're not going to change them all now. It's working pretty good. So we're going to deliver, it's real simple what we think about it. Delineate or move it to economics, get it out of the ground as soon as possible. That's just, it's really that simple. And uh, that's what we're going to do here. Um, and uh, we're well on the track uh, at LT Grid. Okay. And so, cheeky one. Is there any point at which uh, Tiger and Girl Gold come together? I would say no, but I also say never, never. Um, but I would say no. Okay, fine. And, um, and with- why I say that, Matt, yeah. is because the two assets are so strong. Both of them are going to become very important standalone strategic silver assets on the planet. I think gold gold's already in the top five. Uh, I'm gunning to get there. Is and again just just on M and A. You, you said that you know people want silver. There's not a lot of big good silver stories aren't there. Is I mean go go. You can't, I don't want you to answer on behalf of Go Gold, but if a company like Go Gold is probably in the scopes of some big major as it stands. Likewise, if you can do what you say you're going to do, you're, you're in the scope. So, you, which is, which is fine. You know, you, you, you or, can or work out how you play you, that. You, honest to goodness. You I mean, I'm a, I'm a capital markets guy. Go ahead. What were you but but I, was, I was going to say, you know, some, in some ways there's a kind of bit of, bit of protectionism by, by sort of coming, coming together a little bit more, uh, formally than informally as you are now. Well, well, look, you know what we've learned our, our whole careers and, and is that we delineate or move it to economics, build mines. Sometimes it makes sense for the shareholders that like our Sandra Couture sale to Ignico to move an asset. Um, I'm only going to speak for the tiger. Right? I don't want to get myself in trouble with Brad and Gogold, uh, my partner. But what I would say on this is the following. You know, there is a time when a company can be acquired and, and, and I, do I think the Tiger will get to that point? I always thought it would be around BMO um, because there's a sweet spot where an, a, a, a CEO of an acquirer can look at your asset and say, I can buy that. Look at all the upside. And if it goes, I'm not getting fired. Listen, everybody's self-interested, man. Let's face it like that. I think we're going to get very rapidly into a market cap area, which is quite a bit higher than where we are right now, where we become in my opinion, a very attractive target uh, for some of the acquirers out there. But make no mistake, the best advice I ever got from one of my partners was the following. We control one thing. Our own boardroom controls what we do, 100%. I don't control anybody else's boardroom. So they can do what they want. They can come and see what they want. They can follow as they will, and they will. And we're going to delineate or move into economics and build that mine as fast as we possibly can. That's what we've done the entire time we've been there. It's the only way you survive. You can't go drill hole to drill hole and someone's going to buy my drill holes. Never works out. And with regards to the market, I mean, silver's down like 150, 160 bucks since we last spoke you know, towards the end mm-hmm. of July. Mm-hmm. How's that impacting decision making? Well, it's actually down almost $3. I think I think from memory, we were over 25 on July. In July, we talked and today it's 22. Listen, it, it does not effect on a day-to-day basis my decision-making. I'm telling you right now, 
I'm probably this largest, maybe a few institutions in there, but I'm the largest shareholder of the company. Wrote my checks for multi-million dollars to buy all my stock. And then I'm with everybody else. I'm with you shareholders. I don't sell until we build a mine or I sell to a major. Full stop. So you're with me. I couldn't, I don't watch the stock on a day-to-day basis. People say, oh, you should, you're the CEO. I don't because I know where we're going. And with these ups and downs, like, you can't control that. But all we're going to do, we have, if I had $600,000 in the bank, I'd be sweating today <laughs> a little bit. I'd have to go out and I have to get the institution to give me money at a lower rate. I, I raised my last money at 60 cents uh, from the top institutions in the world, Franklin Templeton, Merck, uh, uh, Sprott Asset Management, uh, Ransom out of New York. These are the best funds out there. And they gave it to me at that price. They're not concerned. I'm not concerned. We now have $21 million to deliver that resource. And then it's real value. It's not, man, he had a, he, he didn't put a press release out for three weeks. Something's wrong. No, nothing's wrong. I couldn't be more excited about the company. I got my blinders on on the price. That look, Matt, there's not enough silver in the world. <laughs> they're going to build cars and batteries. They're going to do 5G and they're going to do solar. And they're all saying, and we want clean metal. And oh, by the way, where is it? It's supply and demand will rule. I don't know when, but it will. And look, on that front, you ask about capital. We're gonna, well, capital is really important. We have to be good corporate citizens. I'm, as you know, the National Advisory Group for the TSA Venture Exchange. So governance, got that covered. But on the, on the social side and on the government and on, on the environmental side, we're up in our game. You would have saw a press release a, couple, a week or so ago. I got a few calls. Oh, that's fluffy. You have no idea. We are going to use ESG as a strategic advantage. We've been in Mexico for 30 years. We will be the best, full stop. And that is where the world is going. You'll see also when, when we have our, our shareholders meeting later this year, we're going to appoint our first female director, a very talented securities mining lawyer out of, out of Mexico. You know, those are important things to us. And, you know, we're going to be great corporate citizens, but you're going to see some real interesting information come out because we think the world's changed. They want their metal, but they also need to get it clean. We're going to give it to them as clean as possible. So things are coming very good. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.